0: riding in chariots and on horses, accompanied by their officials and their people. But if you do not obey these commands, declares, uh, declares the Lord, I swear to myself, huh? yeah, I swear to myself um, that this palace will become a ruin. Is that so? Is that so? So what is God saying? I'm doing a form of Bible study here. Yeah. Yes, can somebody tell us what? What is it saying what does it mean? What is it talking about? Huh? Obeying? Obeying the Lord. Uh-huh. Do what is right. Uh-huh. No, it's okay. Do no wrong of violence. To who? To the foreigners, the fatherless, the widows, Mm -hmm. and innocent blood. People who have not done anything. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's continue. The verse 6, for this is what the Lord says about the palace of the king of Judah. Though you are like Gilead to me, like the summit of Lebanon, to those ones, Gilead, it's like it's, it's a nice. It's like it's nice. Do you see, it's like you are very nice to me. So though you are very nice to me, uh, and you are like Lebanon, when we talk about the forest of Lebanon or the trees of Lebanon, they are like very, very nice stuff. I will surely make you like wasteland, and like towns not inhabited. Do you see? I will send destroyers against you, each man with his weapon, and they will cut up your fine cedar beams and throw them into the fire. People from many nations will pass by this city and will ask one another, why has the Lord done such a thing to, the, to this great city? And the answer will be because they have forsaken the covenants of the Lord their God and have worshipped and served other gods. I follow him. I follow him. We're in for a long reading now, so let's go. Uh huh. Okay, verse 10. Someone would like to read for us, verse 10. If, if they read from here, would the would they mic capture them? Someone would like to read? Bon, you all read. <laughs> <laughs> you just better raise up your hands. <laughs>
1: Verse 10. Do not weep for the dead king or mourn his loss. Wrath. So do, not,
0: do not weep for the dead king. Does it make sense to you? No. No.
1: Who was the dead king?
0: The first question to ask is I'm trying to tell you how you should be reading your Bible. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first question you should ask when you see such a thing is what? Well.
1: Who was that the dead king? king? Does it make to sense to Does it make sense? <laughs> that makes sense. the next question you should ask now in trying to make sense. Who
0: was the dead who was the dead king? Huh? okay, let's continue. So who knows?
1: Rather, weep bitterly for him who is exiled, because he will never return nor see his native land again.
0: So who was, who was, who was exiled? You understand exiled now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Somebody who has been taken away. Uh-huh. to unknown variables.
1: Fine. Find makes, X
0: and Y. <laughs>
1: it makes me have to find the Y. <laughs> <laughs> this
0: is one, this X, one, is two. <laughs> yes, yes, this perfect. Place, this place, yeah.
1: For this is what the Lord says about Shalom, son of Josiah, who succeeded his father as king of Judah, but has gone from this place. So he has gone from where? This
0: place. From this place, meaning he has what? Exiled. Exiled. So he's the one mm-hmm. we are talking about one want, yeah. eh? and he was the father of
1: he was the son, son of, of he was the son
0: of, son of josiah. Josiah. josiah so now with this text you can find the answer to the days in yeah. what is it josiah is the dead king josiah is the dead and king
1: and shalom is the exiled
0: one and shalom is the exiled one and shalom is his what son uh, are you following? Yeah. Is it making sense? Mm-hmm. Don't read it. Don't see. My Bible is mathematics, so. It's serious analysis. So you better open your eyes and you know, do your analysis, so you can apply it to So x two. <laughs> so it's everywhere. Okay, continue. Mm. As his the king father,
1: who succeeded his father as king of Judah, but has gone from this place uh-huh. he will never return he will never return he will die in the place where they have led him captive
0: he will not see this land again he
1: Woe to him who built his palace by unrighteousness, Uh his upper rooms by injustice, Uh making his own people work for nothing, Mm -hmm. not paying them for their labor. Mm -hmm. He says, I will build myself... So now,
0: now, there are two... We have gotten to the third person. Is that so? Mm -hmm. Do you see how difficult Jeremiah is? He's not making it easy for us at all. Prophets are somehow... And so he says what? What is he saying?
1: I will build myself a great palace. We are, we
0: are in Gemma 22. Gemma 22. Take your Bibles. Follow us. Let's go. Uh-huh.
1: He says, I'll build myself a great palace mm-hmm. with spacious upper rooms. Mm-hmm. He makes large. How many would
0: like to have spacious upper rooms? Like spacious, something spacious? I know now you are suffering in your room. I'm telling you. <laughs> like even where to put your leg is, is, is difficult. You can't buy new things. I mean, even if your, your husband is bringing something new, you're angry. Because there's no space. Mm. Uh-huh. There was one night I got angry at my children. I was like, where, where, where will you all live here so that I would just have space? <laughs> <laughs> so he's building, he's building what?
1: Great palace. A great palace. How many
0: like to have a great palace? But if I say palace, you say by a great house, a Mm -hmm. great dwelling place. (laughs) Uh, I know you are dreaming. Yeah, you are dreaming. Uh Uh-huh. But he says, Woe to him who would
1: who builds his palace his
0: palace by unrighteousness. unrighteousness. uh, And his upper rooms by Injustice. injustice making his own people work for nothing for nothing do you know that this is the cause of this how things work who are those who are working for nothing those who are building a palace you're laughing (laughs) those building the palace are working for nothing when he says working for nothing what does he mean Don't don't get paid
1: hmm so he makes large windows in it mm-hmm. panels it with cedar mm-hmm. and decorates it in red wow doesn't make like you
0: Marrakesh. <laughs> 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 when we go to Marrakesh, everything is red it's in the bible oh yeah it's decorated in paneled silver and red like you see this place this is the panelled silver this is the paneled do you see how the back there is Red, uh uh-huh. beautifully decorated. Wow. Mhm. Does it make you a king to have more
1: and more cedar?
0: So we are talking about a king. Is that so?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Does it? It's we are talking about a king, and God is asking the question: Does it make you what a king, a king to have what more and
1: more cedar? More
0: and more. When he says more and more cedar, what does it mean like more nice things? More nice things. Is that not what it means to be a kin? Technical. Eh? Like you have more access to nice things. You have nicer things. Is that so?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Come, come, come and stand here. Uh huh. Okay. Let's continue. Let's ask ourselves questions. So, uh huh.
1: Did not, did not,
0: it's working. Yeah.
1: Did not your father have food and drink?
0: Did not your father have food and drink?
1: He did what was right and just. Yeah. So all went well with him. Mm-hmm. He defended the cause of the poor and needy. And so all went well.
0: So who was the father? Are you sure?
1: That's a different one.
0: Huh? Who was the father? We are talking about a third person, no? This is a third person, no? The first one died. The second one was taken away. And this is a third person who is enjoying life. Enjoy life with the property of people. <laughs> maybe the son of Shalom. Shalom was taken away. But maybe he's it is his son. But bon, I don't know. This is a third inconnu, or is his brother?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's an inconnu. Extra. <laughs> Let's go. Extra. Let's go. Uh-huh.
1: He defended the cause of the poor and needy. Mm -hmm. And so all went well. Is that not what it means to know me, declares the Lord? But your eyes and your hearts are set only on this honest game, Mm -hmm. on shedding innocent blood, and on oppression and extortion. Mm -hmm. Therefore, this is what the Lord says Uh about Joseph. Since
0: this is what you really want to do, since this is what you are very happy about, this is what I also do. This is what I also have in my heart for you.
1: About
0: jo- Do you want to know what God has in his heart for this guy? Mm. Eh? Mm. Do you think it would be a good thing? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. How many think that if we, have, if we don't have the right thing in our hearts, God should have the right thing in his heart towards us? Because he's God. <laughs> He's merciful. He has good stuff for us, even when you don't have good stuff. (laughs) Since this is what you have in your heart, I'll also tell you what I have in my heart towards you. You see, then it becomes critical. Mm -hmm. Huh? His thoughts are different from what you have. <laughs> you will see that his thoughts are the same as what you have your heart. <laughs> how many really think so do you know a lot of Christians, like we just think so, that no matter how we are behaving, God should be behaving different from how we are behaving. Is that not so? Is that not so? No matter how we are unforgiving, He should be forgiven, because He is different. And each time he comes to the point where he tells us that the way you are behaving is the same way I'll behave towards you. Then we just become somehow. Because we are really, we really thinking that God should, not, God should not be, he should not be hard, really. As we are being hard on others, as we are being extorting people, as we are shedding innocent blood, he also said the way you are behaving is the same way i also behave towards you. Is it? <laughs> Victor, what do you think? Is it, is it nice? Let's see what is in God's heart. Let's see, uh-huh.
1: Therefore, this is what the Lord says about Jehoi, je
0: akim Jehoiach. so who are we talking about now jehoiakim do you see him now do you see him now he never mentioned his name ah, to this point mm-hmm. uh-huh.
1: son of hosea king of judah
0: uh-huh. so who is he now he's the son of hosea. he's a brother of who shalom. of shalom who was taken away and he's the son of who jo- josiah, josiah. Mm-hmm. now does it, do how many of you know josiah How many of you remember him a little? You remember him, no? Yeah, I think so. Was he a good king or a bad king? A bad king. A bad king. Kin. Isn't he the one? Wait, wait, wait. How many think he was a bad king? <laughs> <laughs>
1: right now, I'm doubting. <laughs> wait, wait.
0: How many think he was a bad king? the one who became a king at 16, like that young age. He wasn't 16. In fact, if you are a king at 16, you are very old. You are good. You are okay. But it was at 7 years. He had a, a priest Who helped temp- yeah. The temple, I mean. yeah and all that and after i'm not sure whether I'm even saying the right thing let's just let's go back in because it will be important to look at this guy second second chronicles it's it's amazing he he came out of a very um difficult situation i'm not sure he's the one who had Somebody, um, the priest helping him. Verse 30, chapter 34, four. Second Chronicles chapter 34. It's, uh-huh. There was another one who, um, who was kept. I think it was Joash. Joash was the one who was kept at an early age by, by an elder, by the priest. But this guy, um, he was eight years when he became king. He reigned in Jerusalem 31 years. So eight plus 31 is what? 39. 39. So he died at 39, almost 40 years. You see? Life has not (laughs) yet begun. As life begins at 40, no? (laughs) (laughs) He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord and followed the ways of his father David, not turning aside to the right or to the left. In the eighth year of his reign, while he was still young, he began to seek the God of his father David. In his twelfth year, he began to purge Judah and Jerusalem of high places. So he didn't really have, he really didn't have anybody. And the funny thing is that he had come from a grandfather who was very bad, Manasseh. Manasseh, Very, very bad, very wicked. It's amazing how he became, he turned towards the right path. It's just really amazing. Some of us, we've had amazing fathers. But we, we turn off, and some we've had very bad fathers, and somehow we've turned right. Uh, it's amazing. Under the, his direction, the altars of the of Baal were torn down. Verse four, he cut the pieces. He cut to pieces the incense altars that were above them, and smashed the ash 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 asherah poles and the idols. He broke to pieces and scattered. So he did all that. Um, and then in the verse 14, look at the verse 14. It says, while they were bringing out the money that had been taken into the temple by the Lord, Hilkiah, the priest, found the book of the law that had been given through Moses. So it means that even the book of the law was not found in this time. Like before then, they can't find where the Bible is. So it's now that they have found the Bible. Can you imagine where you can't find your Bible? You don't know where your Bible is. Ish. He, in? The whole nation, there's no law. You can you can see what is going on. Yeah. There's no there's no Bible, the whole country. Hilkiah, verse 15. Hilkiah said to, Sh- to Shafan, the secretary, I found the book of the law in the temple of the Lord. He gave it to Shafan. Um, then Shafan took the book to the king and reported to him. Your officials are doing. Everything that has been committed to them. They have paid out the money that was in the temple of the Lord and have entrusted it to supervisors and workers. Then Shaphan, the secretary, informed the king, Hilkiah, the priest, has given me a book, and Shaphan, Shaphan read, it, read from it in the presence of the king. When the king heard the words of the law, he tore his robes. He gave these others to Hilkiah, Ahikam, son of Shaphan, Abdan, son of Micah, Shaphan, the secretary, and Isaiah, the king's attendant, go and inquire of the Lord for me and for the remnant in Israel and Judah about what is written in this book that has been found. Great is the Lord's anger that is poured out on us because those who have gone before us have not kept the word of the Lord. They have not acted in accordance with all that is written in this book. Hilkiah, you see how the king was thinking? He judged what was what was said, this was in his 12 years, so? all. Around his early, early years. Uh, he found the book of the law. He judged it by what has been what? done Before him. And he says, oh, those who went before us, they were not doing. Manasseh. Amon. They were very, very bad. And the funny thing with Manasseh is that he was a son of who? Hezekiah. A very good king. Amazingly, like, it, I, it, I'm very surprised sometimes. But he came and he became the baddest king in the history. Worst king. The baddest guy. His son also followed until Josiah came. And when Josiah came, Josiah said, oh, for the past years, 60 years, I don't know how many years, like, we have not done this thing that has been written in this book. And because of that, he judged that God's anger towards them must be what? Very great. God must be very angry. So go, in, go, go to God now and go and ask him, really, really, how, how are you very angry? What is really, how are you really, what is your heart? Because according to this law, you must be angry. So tell us really what is going on in your heart. Wow. So they went. Huh? Do you know what, you, this is what his father did, though. His son, the one we are reading about in Jeremiah, he was called Jehoiah,
1: Jehoiakim.
0: Jehoiakim. When he, when they found the book of the law, when, uh, no, when Jeremiah found, when Jeremiah wrote a letter to him about the law, he, a personal letter to him, the king, when you go, you can read it. 38. He wrote a letter to him, and he asked his secretary, his uh, scribe, to go and read the letter to the king. As they got there and they gave the letter to, to the king, I think it was this same guy, this Shafan. He was the same guy who went to his son. This same guy, the Shafan who took this one to, to him. He's the same guy who took it to, to this, this his son, Jehoiakim, and was reading the word to the king. Each time you finish one page, the king will take it, his knife, cut it, and throw it inside the fire. Yeah, he'll throw it inside the fire to burn. Then, when he finish the other page, you cut it and throw it inside there. Then you cut it and throw it. That was, his, that was his son, Jehoiakim. And this was how his father behaved when the word of the Lord was read to him. And he, he referred back to those who have gone before him. He's like, No, this is not possible. We have really been wrong. So just to give you an idea of the father, uh, verse twenty-two. You can read it. It's a very beautiful. It's a very beautiful. This thing you can read it. And I think because we don't read some of these things, we don't really know. We can't really tell how God sometimes behaves. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> he's, he's somehow. I'm telling you, <laughs> verse twenty-two. Hilkiah and those the king had sent with him went to speak to the prophet Hulda. I wish it was Hilda. Holder. Hmm? So they went to see the priest, and the priest also went to see who? The prophets. Is that so? Do you see in the time of the king what is going on? Eh? They went to see the prophets, and then what happened? Don't leave all. Uh, take a chair. Better sit down. Uh huh. What did they do? Hilkiah and those the king had sent with him went to speak to the prophet Huda, who was the wife of Shalom, son of. Is this the same Shalom we are we're looking at? No. Okay, this is a different son, son of Tokhath. Hey, the son of Hasrath. Hasra, keeper of the wardrobe. She lived in Jerusalem in the new quarter. She said to them, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says, tell the man who sent you to me, this is what the Lord says, I'm going to bring disaster on this place and its people. All the cases written in the book that has been read in the presence of the king. Because they have forsaken me and burned incense to other gods and aroused my anger by all that their hands have made, my anger has been poured out in this place. Although you can't see it physically. You can't see it physically, no? But it has not yet happened. But in his heart, this anger has already come. Are you following? Are you following? Very good. Uh-huh. My anger has, has been poured out. In this place. And will not be quenched. Tell the king of Judah who sent you to inquire of the Lord. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says concerning the words you have heard. Because your heart was responsive. And what? And humbled. Is there somebody putting the scriptures up for us? At least for those who are online. Because your heart was what? Responsive and what? And humbled. Uh, most of us, when we hear the word of the Lord, Charlie, it's cool. Or we'll act like the other guy who just cut it in and throw it into the fire. This one, the Bible says that his heart was responsive and, and humbled yourself before God. And you have heard what he spoke against this place and its people. And because you humbled yourself before me and tore your robes and wept in my presence. Sometimes you have to do something to, to show to God that, Charlie, really, you are, you are, you are disturbed by what you are hearing. Eh? You should tear your, clo- your, your, tear your robe also. Remove the wig. Like you just throw your wig out. Oh, God. Oh, how what! Oh. Why, oh. Have you removed your wig because you, you hurt something? Eh? Huh? Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> we should remove this one. <laughs> should we remove this one? <laughs> <laughs> You are rather pulling putting yellow, yellow wigs, yellow, yellow, making it, instead of you to tear this thing and throw it away, and say, oh, God, look at what is going on in Setat. Oh, God, look at what they are doing. Oh, God. And show to God that there's something that is disturbing you. When he heard it, he tore his robes, and he cried. And God said, because of that attitude you had, and because of the way your heart was responsive and humbled yourself, and you have come to ask, what is in my heart? It has not disappeared, though. What is in God's heart? It has not disappeared. But see what God will say. Because you did this. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Where are we now? Verse 27.
1: Seven.
0: Let me finish with 27. You humbled yourself. You wept in my presence, and I've heard you. I've heard you, declares the Lord, verse 28. "Now I'll gather you to your ancestors, and you will be buried in peace. <laughs> your eyes will not see all the disaster I'm going toward bring on this place and on those who live here." So they took her answer back to the king. What did the king do? They took the answer back to the king. So what was God actually saying? You said? He was going to spare him. He who die in peace. Which means that throughout all his time, all the disaster that has been written here will not what? Will not happen. If another king comes and he also behaves well, would it happen? If another king comes, the third one, And be Israel, would it happen? No. Hmm. Wow. Then the king, verse 29, the king called together all the elders of Judah. That's why I've called you. (laughs) You see what the king has done? That's why I called you. Because uh, there are some things where you hear, you just have to call. Come wherever you are. Are you in Are you in Are you in Marrakesh? Anywhere you are, just come down. Because there's a serious problem. Maybe you are all building your palaces in your houses, and uh, let me tell you that there's an issue we have to deal with. Then the king called together all the elders of Judah and Jerusalem. He went up to the temple of the Lord with the people of Judah, the inhabitants of Jerusalem, the priests and the Levites, all the people from the least to the greatest. He read in their hearing all the words of the book of the covenant which had been found. In the temple of the Lord, who read it? The king himself. No, uh-huh. the king stood by his pillar and renewed the covenant in the presence of the Lord to follow the Lord and keep His commands. Charlie, if you have been told that your life will be saved, won't you try to do something and make sure that these people do not fool around? Mm. Okay, <laughs> it's not like it's not as if like what is written here has nothing to do with you. Are you getting it? Like the way the other kings thought that there's no need to find the Bible. It's, it's, it, it has no relevance. It's, it's not important. So we, we can just do without it. Uh-huh. But he, he realized that this ha, all that is written here has to do with me. Everything has to do with my life. So he renewed the covenant uh, to follow the Lord. His commands, statutes, decrees with all his heart and all, the, and all his soul and to obey the word of the covenant written in this book. Then he had everyone in Jerusalem and Benjamin pledge themselves to it. The people of Jerusalem did this in accordance with the covenants of God, the God of the ancestors. Josiah removed all the detestable idols from all the territory belonging to Israel, the Israelites, and had all who were present in Israel serve the Lord their God. Aha. When you renew the covenant, you have to now become what? You have to make sure you are serving, is that not so? Uh-huh. Have them serve the Lord their God. As long as he, as long as he lived, they did not fall to follow, did not fail to follow the Lord, the God of their ancestors. Amen. As long as who lived? Josiah lived. Uh-huh. So let's go to our text now. Now that we have seen the father a bit, he had he also did his own mistakes. Uh, you can continue to read you can see at the end he did his own mistakes and he died he died painfully it wasn't what um, God intended but, but I think 90 something percent he was, he was right he was right okay are we there 22 sister continue for us
1: this.
0: so which verse let's go back to the verse now now that we have seen him, go to the verse 15. Let's come down very quickly.
1: Does it make you a king?
0: So now we are talking to who? Jehoiakim. Jehoiakim. Are you following? Jehoiakim, his, his second son, the second son of Josiah, the one we just read about. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Does it make you a king to have more and more, Siddhar? Mm-hmm. Did not your father have food and drink? Uh-huh. He did what was right and just.
0: When we say he had food and drink, what does it mean? Eh? Huh? He had the need for. If the son is building a big palace, did the father build one? Can you think? No. Can you see? Can you see the issue? If the if the if the father is building something magnificent if the son is building something magnificent, then the father did not get to build to build. And some of us are in this situation. Whatever my father did not do, I'm gonna do. Whatever my father did not do, you are on that mission of whatever my father did not do. I'm going to do whatever I do not do. I'm go- that is your mission. Some people, no, some people, that's their vision. Their vision. Whatever my father did not do, I'm going to do. Whatever I do. It's a good vision. Is it a good vision? <laughs> <laughs> Ines, this- thank you, Joshua. You know, sometimes uh, in the situation, I'm, I'm so grateful you mentioned this. Like, really, sometimes in the situation of the country, I had one, I had one brother who was here with me. And he, 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 his father died, passed away, and he went home for the funeral. He had this calling, I will serve God. I, will, I mean, he used to go around. I mean, it was, he went for the funeral, and he came back. He said, Pastor Lamte, I've changed my mind this, save God, save God. I'm telling you, I won't do it. No, 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 no. He said, no, I won't do it. Why? Because when he went for the funeral, he couldn't see any big person coming to the funeral. I mean, there's no big person? What kind of funeral is this? I was shocked that in the whole funeral, that's what really marked him. There's no big person in my family. I'm telling you, there's no big person in my family. The situation in my family, you have no idea. It's very bad. It's very bad. It's very bad. So I've decided, I'm going to be the big person. (laughs) Because apparently he was the only one who came from abroad. Yeah. So he has decided that, no, he has to be going forward ever. Backwards never. To go and join those people. That was, please, mark what he just said. Note why it's very important. The situation of what? Of the country. The situation of the family. Note what he said though, it's very, very important. Thank you for saying it. (laughs) Yeah, you know, sometimes I don't like preaching because I don't get to hear what you are thinking. Because to him, all that I'm saying, it doesn't make sense. His head is blocked. (laughs) His head is blocked by something that it is not. Can you see the situation of the country? (laughs) I will show you the actual situation of the country. When I show you, I would like you to make a decision.
1: Wow. He did what was right and
0: just. Does it make you a king? <laughs> to have what? Sit down. More Who's and down? more. You see what God is asking? Does it make you a king? Does it make you a man? Ask yourself a question. What have you said makes you a man? Please, now let's, <laughs> Please, let's go around now. Please, what have you said makes you a man? Shadi Shadrach. Let's
1: ask them. Shadrach,
0: you have to tell us today. Yes. What have you said makes you a man? (laughs) Albert, what have you what what have you told yourself in your in your this thing that makes you a man? I forgot. That's confused. Then. <laughs> this guy's confused. Yeah. What have you told yourself makes you a woman?
1: A lot of things sometimes.
0: Like uh-huh. yeah. what?
1: Like being in a good shape, like feet make me a woman.
0: Being in a good shape. What have you said makes you a man? <laughs> because the guy had defined what it means to him to be what? A king. And to him to be a king is what? More and more cedar, more, more, more and more houses, something spectacular, something nice. To him, that was it. And we are all working about with our own definition of what makes us what? A man, a husband, a something, a, I mean, a business, you have, you have defined, you have defined it. And God has come and said, does this actually make you more, it's not your father, was not your father also a king? He had just one, food and drink, but he was a king. In my eyes, (sighs) does it make you a king to have more and more? Does it make you a pastor? What makes you a pastor? Does it make you a leader? To have more and more. I like the more and more, yeah, I'm telling you. Because we just want more and more. More and more. He had food and drink. But he did what was what? Right and just. So all went well with him. with him. You see the funny thing? You see the funny You have said to yourself that you, you if you have more and more something, all might go well with you. You have neglected this one that God thinks is important. Mm-hmm. And actually, it does not go well with you. Verse 16, he defended the cause of the poor and needy, and so all went well. There's a difference between all goes well with you and all goes well. Because all can be going well, but it's not going well with you. You are in a system where people are being blessed, but you are not being blessed. So he defended the cause of the poor and needy. So all went well with him. Uh, all went all went well. So that is not is that not what it means toward to know me? So what was God trying to say? Being a king should mean what? Know him. It's as simple, and I was so shocked that God was applying this to a king, not a pastor. And he's talking to all those who are in the palaces, who are going and coming, all those who are working. Do you know that although all of you will be working in ministries and all that, you're all helping the king to do his job. You are all classified in this place. is not is that not what it means to know me declares the lord but you your eyes and your hearts are set on <laughs> the verse 17 your eyes and your heart are set on what covetousness this harness. this what does covetousness mean wanting more of what is not yours what is in the hands of your brother so I'm sure that he was comparing himself with some other kings how can our kingdom be like this we don't have nice palace at least somewhere to just really show eh if another king comes to visit me How will, it, how will it look like? So he's bent on giving a good structural image of his kingdom and his kinship. And they were in a more terrible situation. Eh? I will show you. We we'll Look at it. Verse Verse 18. Therefore this is what the Lord says about Jehoiakim son of Josiah please read us.
1: Therefore this is what the Lord says about Jehoiakim son of Josiah king mm-hmm. of Judah mm-hmm. They will not mourn for him Hey alas my brother alas my sister mm. they will not mourn for him Alas my master alas his splendor he will have the burial of a donkey dragged away and thrown outside the gates of Jerusalem. Go up to Lebanon. I will show
0: you how it happened.
1: Go up to Lebanon and cry out. Let your voice be heard in Bashan. Cry out for from Abarim for all your allies are crushed. I warned you when you felt secure. But all you your
0: allies God, are what? Crushed. Crashed. So then, you can also guess that he was what? Crushed. No? No? He had some allies, some people that he knew that if I relate well with this one, relate well with this one, connections. Oh, 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 you push talk to me now. Talk to me now. I can't, can you see yourself here? So some of us are working hard to have good connections. Some of us try to become association president. Not because you love the association. We know you. We know you. Lord, is it not true? When you, come, when you become association president, not because you love the association, not because you love the people that you have been voted to serve, you have your own what? Agenda. And most of the agenda is to what? Where's Akim? But Akim, Akim is not like that. Eh? Your own agenda is to what? Make connections. Because you, you have some allies. Because you're about to finish school. So that when you finish school, some doors could be open. You are, you are, you are, you are looking at the next step. Oh, clap for this guy. I'm telling you, this guy was smart. Ah, uh-uh. ah. You're clapping for him too. <laughs> I've realized... A lot of people just oh, I want to be. I want to. I want to help the country. I want to help the country. He wants to help himself. I, I want to help the association. South Sudan Association. What do you call it? Zuzam. <laughs> Zuzo Everything finished with zams. Some. Eh. Zuzam. Susan, like Susan, Susan. Susan. Hey! So I want to be a Susan president. Because when you're a Susan president, you can now relate with the ambassador, relate with the vice secretary, relate with this one. And so that when you are gone, you would have established some, some rezo. You have more opportunity. It will open more doors for you. The guy has a vision. I'm, I'm telling you, the guy has a <laughs> We're in Africa. What will you do? You must know somebody. You can help you. Somebody must help you. Allies. Allies. Yeah, create some connections. Jehoiakim, this was the life of Jehoiakim. He says those allies you are relying on. No, I'm telling you, some of you have even joined football associations. Hey, When there's a match, you are there. You are the senior supporter. (laughs) See, you are looking for allies, brother. Any program, you are there. Something, you are there. Because you want some connections. No, sir. No, no. So today, I'm sitting before you. Do you want to choose Jehuakim, or you choose Josiah? Bon, Josiah?
1: Josiah,
0: <laughs> In the ending. Their name is confusing. Uh. <laughs> Do you want to choose the father or the son? <laughs> <laughs> the son is the one who died like a donkey. <laughs> To, is to what he's telling you, is to tell you how deep the Kim <laughs> has taken roots. <laughs> Kim has taken deep roots, deep roots in most of us. We are, see, most of us are students, workers, whatever. But really, the, the, the root is very deep. Do you guys believe what God is saying? That he lived a modest life, concentrated on what was most important, and all went well. You see, one of the confusions today, uh, Joshua, is the fact that we are told by preachers That you can live both extravagant life and still live concentrating on what is most important. And I've been checking my Bible, I can't find it. You have to leave one side to God. Josiah, the father, concentrated on what was most important, righteousness. Not only for him, but for the nation. And he left the issue of security, issue of economic advancement, He left all that. And Jesus came and said the same thing. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all other things will be added. We've heard it so many times. God says, this guy will die like a dog. The funny thing is that his brother, who was just before the father, the uh, the Shalom, Shalom, uh, he's actually, the actual name is Jehoihas. Huh? He was, he reigned for only three months and was taken away. And God said he would never come back. He would die there. And this one had taken over from the brother, was taken away after three months. And then he's now concentrating on what? Economic structure and right relationships, allies. to secure his position. Whereas the father concentrated on what? Right relationship with God and righteousness for the people. It's a choice you have to make. And it's a choice we as a church will have to make. I'm telling you guys, do you know that we can also become like Jehoiakim as a church? That we are concentrating on what? Economic advancement. And even our preaching will be like that. Our messages will be like that. And right relationships. So that will be what? Advancing. And not in right relationship with God. We'll still be talking as if we are talking to God, but you see, there, when we go to Proverbs, I think you guys have seen that there are a lot of verses we can preach from. Isn't that not so? A lot of verses we can preach from that can help with our economic advancement and our right relationships, right allies. We just, there's a lot of wisdom there. So we can be preaching, but the core, the heart of what we are doing could be like just how Jehoiakim was living. See everybody, you must make you must make a decision for yourself. Not just even as a church, but individually, every individual must make a decision for your for yourself. And ask yourself, what is most important for me? What will I harness my energy towards? What will I try to be doing as most important? Because you know, see, see, sign. And I will tell you why he could not even stand it. Let's continue. Where are we now? Verse 21. Verse 21. I warn you when you felt secure. Is that so? Mm-hmm. So this is not even the first time God is what? It's coming to talk. God has been talking to this same guy. And I feel God is talking to us as a church. And he's talking to us individually. I warned you when you felt secure, but you said, I will know what? I will not listen. This has been your way from your youth. Aha. It's not now. I say it's not now. If you don't get it now as a young person, you will not get it in your 40s. If you don't get it now, you will not get it in your 40s. you have not obeyed me. The wind will drive all your shepherds away. Your allies will go into exile, even those that you are, your relationships. You see, they will not work. Then you'll be ashamed and disgraced because of your wickedness. You who live in Lebanon, who are nestled in cedar buildings, how you will groan when pangs come upon you, pain like that of a woman in labor. As surely as I live, declares the Lord, even if you, Jehoiachin, son of who? Jehoiakim, King of Judah. Now we are on the fourth person. We are finished with Jehoiakim. Now we are in Jehoiachin. From my sources, it seems as if um, this Jehoiachin is a son, is a nephew of Jehoiakim. I don't know. We have to find out more. We're in verse twenty-four. With a signet ring on my hand, I will still pull you off. Verse 25, I will deliver you into the hands of those who want to kill you, those who feared Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and the Babylonians. Uh, I will help you and the mother who gave birth into another country, who gave you birth into another country, where neither of you was born. And there you will both die. You will never come back to the land you long to return to. Uh, is this man, Jehoiachin, a despised, broken pot, an object no one wants? Uh, so there's a lot that is written about him. Verse 30, he says, this is what the Lord says. Record this man as if childless, a man who will not prosper in his lifetime. For none of his offspring will prosper. None will sit on the throne of David or rule anymore in Judah. <laughs> Do you want to know what is in God's heart? While we have what is in our hearts. And another thing we tell ourselves, we will not be as wicked as Jehoiakim. Is that so? Yeah. We will not be that wicked. We will not share innocent blood. We will not. But the funny thing again, is that anyone whose heart is towards making gain, you end up doing that. You end up using people and not paying them. You pay them minimum wage because you know that it is by using them that you can what? Advance. There's another group of people God was also angry at. Chapter twenty-three, verse nine. Hey, we're in trouble, Lord, my brothers and sisters. Twenty-nine. I them. Concerning who? Aha. Uh-huh. Now, we finish with the king, we are going where? The prophet. They are a problem. In fact, they are the root of the problem. Uh Any nation you see, a lot of them <laughs> anyway you see a lot of them and a lot of pastors. No, it's not it's not it's not a good sign.
2: <laughs>
0: you believe it no? Yeah? I know you believe it. (laughs) You actually think so. (laughs) You can't believe it. They are the ones, the prophets and the pastors. Me, I'm not yet a pastor, so I'm not. (laughs) I'm trying to be a Christian. (laughs) Verse 9. 23, verse 9. Concerning the prophets, my heart is broken within me. All my bones tremble. I'm like a drunken man like a strong man overcome by wine because of the lord and his holy words the land is full of who adulteress what does it mean what does it mean oh who is an adulterer huh It has a re- he's married, and has a relation with somebody outside his what his marriage is that so, uh-huh. even if it is even if it is another married person too, do, you, do I get it? Maybe the lady or the guy is also married. Uh-huh. It is always an adultery. Or, having relations with somebody you are not what? Married to. Having sexual relations with somebody you are not married to. And God is saying the land is full of this because of who? Because of who? The prophet. Because the prophet will see you sleeping with somebody. He can't see that one. He only sees you prospering. He doesn't see that one. Going to visit somebody and stay with a person that you are not married to. We can't talk about that one. Because somehow he himself to his other one. He's also doing. That is why the land is world is full of it. God looks at the land, he's like, hey. this land, they need to go into exile. I need to scatter cut, cut all of them to captivity because hey, people are having relations with people that they are married to. It is gravel. So you can see that the court officials and the officials, and the ministers, and, the, and the, everybody is also what? Into the same game. Yeah. They'll be flying around the, the schools for the small girls, the, the, the high school girls, the university girls. They'll be driving around with their cars and picking them up, and, and these ones are their sugar daddies, and they're going around, and, you know, you know, that kind of a thing. I mean, you understand what I'm talking about, no? Yeah, you know, you just know how it works. These ones are their provider, and this one's also is also a provider. they provide different needs. Hey. And we consider it normal. And so the prophets now become what we call what we call petty prophet, prophets of maison. What's prophets the maison? Huh? Personal prophets, you know personal prophets, no? Your personal prophets, your personal prophetess. Some of you are personal prophets, personal prophetess. You don't understand. You don't know what it is. Hey, sister, it's not true. Ah. As soon as you get a little bit of money, you can have a personal who prophet. I saw it in Nigeria. That was the first place I saw it. I was shocked. <laughs> No, I was shocked. I was, I was shocked. Yeah, I was working with my in-law, and she was like, this is this actually a personal prophet. Yeah. And then they said this one, she explained, because I've never seen the concept before. The, and then they come to your house, they, they pray with you, they do all the necessary things. So this is your personal prophet. You don't go to church. You don't belong to. No, you, you can go to church, though, but you have your personal prophet that you take care of also it just like those it's just like having like the way um the prophets of Baal could feed on the table of so like they feed from your table and if they feed from your table can they tell you can they tell you can they tell you what is wrong no is it no food again for them if they tell you what is wrong they see that you want to have a baby, what would they tell you? It is well. I heard a cry in your room. Oh, I heard a cry. They see that you, your business has to go well. Oh, I saw a container coming. I saw a container coming from the sea. But that girl you have been going around with, they can't talk about it. Because he too, he needs what? He also needs manna. No, no manna. Manna is anything. <laughs> he has choice food. <laughs> yeah. Prophets were feeding on the table of Jezebel. Is that so? Jezebel was feeding them with the food of the king. Nice food. And Elijah was eating where? from the river, drinking from the river, and the animal was bringing him food to eat. You have to make a choice. (laughs) Brothers, the time has come. We must make a choice. We must make a choice. So you see, the same problem that you are facing as those in the king's line and in the career world and those who are trying to climb the career ladder and all that is the same problem these other ones in the church are also Also facing. What you will not control is also what they will not also what? Control. Yeah. And this is what brings the problem. Sometimes I just just have to find a small, somebody who has small money and start prophesying to the person. Start praying for the person. Start supporting the person. And then you are fine. They'll take care of you. You can't tell them truth. You can't tell them truth. You can't tell them, I saw you with that small girl in your room. You can't say it before you get out of business. And any church that will not say it will just have to get out of God's way. You can continue your business, but you are not in God's way. It is full of adulteries. Verse ten. Because of the curse, the land lies patched. So these kinds of life brings what? A curse. Yeah. We will not honor our vows to us. Are you getting it? The main problem with the main problem with the adultery is lack of honoring a vow. I'll marry you, and then we'll sleep together. No. Then you break it. I'll sleep with you, and I'll marry you. Uh-uh. I'll marry you, and I'll not sleep with anybody. Ah uh Okay, I'll marry you, and I'll sleep with somebody else. Do what I'm saying? It goes in the same way. I will marry you, and sleep with you. Then you change it. I will sleep with you and I will marry you. And when he asked the woman, the woman was like, "Ah, but we are going to marry you. <laughs> finally." I mean, I'm very sure, Pastor. Please, you know, you don't have to make a fuss and a fuss about all this. It was, it's, he has promised me. I have a ring on my hand. You know, show me your ring. I'm sure there's a ring on your hand. You know, he has given me a ring, a full promise that we are going to be what married. But that wasn't the promise. The promise was that I would marry you, and sleep with you. But the mind and the spirit of adultery will make you change it. You sleep with a person with a hope to, to marry. And most times, it doesn't end up. In fact, I think more than 90%, it doesn't end there. Or the other way around, I will marry you and not sleep with any other person. I will marry you and not sleep with any other person. Then you marry and you realize that you change the vow. I married you, but you know, it is not, it wasn't what I was expecting. Ah, I'm very, very sorry. What I thought. (sighs) what I thought I was going to get, I didn't get. No, 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 no. I found somebody else who can probably give me what I I think I should get. It is in the choir. If we talk, they are angry. It is in the media. You talk, they are angry. It is in the church. You talk, they are angry. Say, won't come to church again. This church, we are done away. It is even the puppets. If you talk, they are also angry. <laughs> Who talk now? <laughs> Who talk? Who will talk? The land is full. It says the prophets, verse ten. Look at the last part. The prophets follow an word, an evil course, and use their power unjustly. Money, power, and sex. Money, power, and sex. Three ways a man can go off: abuse of power, money, and sex. <sighs> Shani, is he your Yeah. I want before you go into the marriage, you would have made up. Two of you should be able to tell yourselves what is most important for us. Joey And the funny thing is that the woman would agree to a Jehoiakim style style of life. Why? Because it brings comfort. It's a soft life. Jehoiakim will provide us with what? A soft life. A bigger panel, bigger window so that more air will be coming in. The bed will be very big. A lot of servants to be serving and going around us and clean the windows, those big windows. What else? Nice, nice what? Nice wigs. The one from Italy or Brazil. Bone what? What's a bone strip? Bone straight. What does it mean? What's all this? That means that week is very straight long. and long. When you do like this, it doesn't go around. Hey! Jehoiakim. What else would Jehoiakim provide you? Cars? Vehicles? Connections. They have connections to important people. You can have more security. Is that so? Travel. Thank you. Travel. To where? Where do you want to go to? Huh? Dubai. Greece. Abu Dhabi. People have dreams of. Qatar. Mauritius. Italy. Wow. Wow. Where? I don't even know where. <laughs> <laughs> people have researched. <laughs> Jehoiakim. Now, this is when I see people, I just, I can just tell where, which road you are on. But a funny thing that the woman don't know Jehoiakim also brings is that he brings this issue of what? Of what adultery? That is where they begin to ah, the eyes begins to shine. <laughs> is that is that what I went for? Oh my, really. Is that what I went for? <laughs> <laughs> then they see somebody who is living like Josiah. Food and drink, in a small house, something. Fasting and praying. <laughs> and yet, they are with their wives and their children. Then they're like, oh, too cute. <laughs> this is actually what I dreamt about. <laughs> ask your sister, which one do you, which one are you, Why are the sisters now? Eh? Ask the sisters, those online, ask, ask them, be honest with us. Since sincerely, sincerely. Sincerely. Some don't know it. Some are confused. But Josiah was <laughs> still a king. Yeah. But he didn't have the instrument, but he was the king. In a small palace. You see, it is not your palace that proves your kinship. It is not your cars or your ride. It is who you are. And who you are, it is from your God. He says you are kin. Your kinship is equal to knowing me. Are you getting it? Yeah. You know, we are young. Like We, we have to decide now. I don't know which other time we can decide about these issues. I can't tell which other time we have to decide about these issues. It is now. It is now. The world will drift you here, left, right. Your family will drift you left, right. Your partners will drift you left, right. If you've not made a firm conviction with yourself... And that is why this Book of the Law has to be important to us. Because if you don't see to read what has gone on ahead, you can't make your own decision. And actually, the funny thing is that, Joshua, the funny thing is that if most people decided to live like Josiah, the country will actually get rich. Not the word. Not the individuals. Those that will place in power will be those that will not want to be what? Amassing all to themselves and having more and more girlfriends to take care of. And they all want lavished lifestyles, looking for power and possessions. Yeah. And because you have lavished girlfriends and whatever you have to take care of, you have, to, you have to have more money. And you know that they'll fight at the end when you are gone. So you have to build more houses for them. And you have to steal. It's all connected. If you want to know why we can't make it, we can we can't make it. I was happy with the World Cup because I was happy we all came out very quickly. I was very happy, Africa came out very quickly. Yeah, I was happy because it is a proof of who we are. We proved it there. We showed to the world how we are. We will not select the right people for the right thing. Those who can really play are not those who are there. Those who are there are those who are found. Yeah. Before the country will discover another uh, 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 Okocha and would be truly given the opportunity to, can you imagine a nation like Nigeria? Can you, does it make sense to you? Does it make sense to over 150,000 million people? We can't find 11 players. Can
1: it, does it make sense to you?
0: We can't find eleven people can play football. Ah-ah. No, it doesn't make sense. But that is that is what it is. You no know, football, you can score today, you can lose today. But consistently, consistently we don't have, we can't have fun. It is a proof of ourselves. Somebody will be paid. The coach should be paid. A president of association, football association, will be paid. Somebody will be paid. Somebody will receive some money and allow somebody who he knows very well that this position is playing. If he meets Messi, he can't drive. Messi will just pull him by the side. He knows very well that he can't make it if he meets Messi. And you are going to go and meet him. That's it's a proof. It's where we are, South Sudan, South Sudan, with all they are talking, plenty. They will football, football. Look, at they can't even put up a team for friendlies. <laughs> <laughs> just friendlies, friendly match. They will can't put up. I mean, it's just, really like sis yeah, And their players are going out in different teams and, and playing Australia and other places. They are playing other places. The country cannot gather them. No. Even for Ghana, most of our players have been, have been trained by a, a diff, a, one, one man. There's a guy who came to Accra. He came to ins- ins- install his academy, and he's been taking our players from the streets, training them and sending them to the Netherlands. He takes them from the streets, and this kudos kudos you heard of, he came from him. Ghana didn't know him. He didn't pass through Ghana. He came from that guy. He trained him in his academy, and he sold him to... Yeah. Ghana would have never heard of him, but he was in the country. <laughs> and even if, he could, even if they could see that he could play, nobody, unless his parents had enough money, to go and pay. Mbappe was from Cameroon. Is that not When his father wanted him to go and play in Cameroon, what did they tell him? He had to go and see people. Mbappe, 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 Mbappe. The father was taking him to Cameroon. Look at such a talent. The father had to go and see people. He said, I don't have money. I can't. Okay, go back to France. Go and evolve there. When you see them, it's not that they don't want to you, this Dembelele, Dembe, what's his name? Here? Dem Dembele, Dembelele, <laughs> Dembele. Ah, take a Carano. no. Dembele. He'll put a ball before you realize he has yes. He'll cross you. But look, I mean, it's a proof. It is sad to see it, but it is it is it is the Jehovah There are too many Jehoiakims in our countries. Money goes along with power and goes along with sex. And when you have the sex, you. Repeat the whole cycle again. You need more power and more money. <laughs> and I wish the women were smart. <laughs> <laughs> Them <laughs> Belele, we see them. Yeah, we can't. It's instead of to focus on right, righteousness, justice, what is what? Who merits to be there? No. Somebody has to be paid. So it is who is paying who will be there. You bring people on scholarship, to come and disgrace the country very well. Because <laughs> those who should come on scholarship are not those who come. That's the country we are in. Your child can have six A's, four A's, be working about to no school. That's the kind of country we are in. Anyway, verse 10. I say today we are just reading all the land is full of what adulteress. When you see it, let it disturb you. Please, I say, when you see it, let it what disturb. let it disturb you. If you see it to your own brother, let it disturb you. you see, my brother, this life is it's serious. This life of chasing women, just let it disturb you. You should be like Joseph who will remove his wig. Yeah. And here he sees his, his cat. Let it disturb you. Are you getting it? Yeah. If you see it in the past house, let it what? Let it disturb you. Because we should all not allow it to what, to grow. And the truth is that all of us, if you leave us, we we'll all do it. Is that not so? Ah, uh, who is sitting down here looking at me as if uh, you are you are you are not it is something we must not what? Allow. And the way I have to help you not to allow it, the same way you also have to help me not to what? Not to allow it. We both have to allow ourselves not to have it happen. Uh, I say allow ourselves. Not allow ourselves. Because of the curse, the land lies patched, and the pastures and the wilderness are withered. The prophets follow on evil cause. Have you seen it? They follow an evil cause and use their power unjustly. Both prophets and do you see them now? Prophets and pastors and priests are godless. No godliness. There are many things to do in the church. There are many things to do. You can be very busy doing many other things. Programs whatever, constructions. You can be just like in a church, but you are like Jehoiakim. All the traits of Jehoiakim are found inside of you. You are not keen on godliness. Therefore, their path will become what? Slippery, and they will be banished to darkness, and there they will fall. I will bring disaster on them in the year they are punished. So there's a year, there's a time. Yeah. Among the prophets of Samaria, I saw this repulsive thing. They prophesied by who? By Baal. And led my people astray. And among the prophets of Jerusalem, I've seen something horrible. They commit adultery and live a lie. Do you see? Do you see why they can't talk about the adultery? Why? They commit it. Adultery and lying is the same. You said you marry me when what? You sleep with me when we marry. You are lying, no? And you said that you will not what? Sleep with anyone else when we are married. If you can't do the first one, you will not be able to do the second one. I said, if you can't do the first one, write it down now. Write it down. Write. I mean, if. If you can't do the first one, actually, most times, even those who cannot do the first one, even the second one, they are even failing already, because they are not even they are not if you are sleeping with you, they are not even just sleeping with you; they are also sleeping with someone, some other people. It is a pipe we have to close, and make sure it is closed. If you can't do the first one, you can't do the second one. Father, help us. Yeah, we need help. I'm telling you. You see how long it's taking us to just find the truth here? Do you see how long it's taking us? huh. You will not do. You instead of you be using your time to chase money. You will not do this one. Wow. Uh huh. Both prophets and priests, where am I? 14. Uh And among the prophets of Jerusalem i have seen something horrible. God describes this as what? As horrible. Something horrible. And this will have said, Father, let me also see it as what? As horrible. Write it down. Write it down. Father, let me see it as horrible. because You can't see it as horrible. Hmm? It is something horrible, something horrible. Commit adultery and live a lie. They strengthen the hands of what? How do they strengthen the hands of evil doers? By them doing it. The fact that we see you doing it means that we can all what? We can all do it. You, you go to church. You go to church. You are the prophet of your house. You are the priest of your house. You are the one in the church. You are the one leading the prayer. You are the one leading this thing. Or you are the one uh, uh, just even going to church. Others don't even go at all. And then they see you also doing it. You strengthen their hands. They will do it with no shame. You take away the shame out of the act. At least, even if they will do it when you are there, they will be feeling what? Uncomfortable. But because you do it, you make them also feel comfortable. They should feel uncomfortable. You shouldn't strengthen the hands of evildoers. Hallelujah. Amen? I said, in the fact that they feel what? Uncomfortable. is a good thing. In your presence, they should feel what? Uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Hmm. They strengthen the hands of evildoers so that no one of them turns from their, their wickedness. No one turns from their wickedness. They are like Sodom to me. The people of Jerusalem are like Gomorrah. Therefore, this is what the Lord Almighty says concerning the prophets. I will make them eat bitter food and drink poisoned water. Because from the prophets of Jerusalem, ungodliness has spread throughout the land. Ungodliness has spread throughout the land. This is what the Lord says. Do not listen to what the prophets are prophesying to you. They fool you with false hopes. They speak visions from their own minds, not from the mouth of the Lord. They keep saying to those who despise me, the Lord says, you have peace. (laughs) The Lord says, you shall prosper. (laughs) The Lord says, it shall be well with you. And to all who follow the stubbornness of their own hearts, they say, No harm, no harm, no harm. No harm, no harm will come to you. You see, the person is stubborn, following their own hearts. This is one big problem in the church. And sometimes we must be what? strong to talk about it. Are you getting it? Yeah. They say, No harm, no harm will come to you. But which of them has stood in the counsel of the Lord to hear or to, he, to see or to hear his word? Who has listened and heard his word? See, the storm of the Lord will burst out in wrath, a wild wind swearing down on the heads of the wicked. The anger of the Lord will not turn back until he fully accomplishes the purpose of his heart. Do you see, you see what is in God's heart? You see what I'm saying? This is what is in God's heart. Mm-hmm. What is your hat? He also asked what is in the heart?" <laughs> yeah. In days to come, you would understand it clearly. I did not send these prophets, yet they have run with their, with their message. I did not speak to them, yet they have prophesied. Verse 22. But if they had stood in my counsel. Uh, this is where the church has to be very careful. We have to stand in God's counsel. What does it mean? What does it mean to stand in God's count? Somebody has a different version there that explains better. If they had stood in my counsel, is there something else? Somebody has a different one saying, tell me, what is it? If they had stood before me and listened to me. Somebody has another one. If they would have what? If they would have known my secret thoughts, thoughts, is that so? Yeah. If they would have known my secret thoughts, what else? What does John say? Stood in my counsel. If they had known my secret thoughts. Huh? If they had met with me, if they had What? Met with me. So what God requires of us a lot is that word? We will we'll meet Him. We'll know His secret thoughts. Who'll stand in his counsel? That's what it means. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you following? Yeah. Would have known his secret thoughts. Would have known his counsel? It's so crucial, my brothers and sisters. That is what God is looking for. And this is what will be the, the strength for our what? Godliness. Amen? Amen? This is what will be the strength for our godliness. This is what will lead us. Because see, all of us can go. We can go off. We can go off course. But we have to be corrected. Yeah. So standing in God's counsel is very crucial. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is very, very crucial. Ah, Father, help us. They would have, turned, uh, would have turned them from their evil ways. If they had stood in my counsel, they would have proclaimed my word to my people, verse 22, and would have turned them from their evil ways and from their evil ways did. Am I only a God nearby and not a God far away? Who can hide in secret places so that I cannot see them? So some, sometimes think, oh, we can do things that God cannot. He will see us. <laughs> That's one of the thoughts. He doesn't see us. He doesn't see us. Yeah. Verse 25. I've heard what the prophets say. Who prophesy lies in my name? They say, I had a dream. Oh, I had a dream. I saw you. I saw you my dream. I had a dream. How long would this continue in the hearts of these lying prophets who prophesy the delusions of their own minds? They think the dreams they tell one another will make my people forget my name, just as their ancestors forgot my name, to bow, bow worship. Then the prophets who, who has a dream recount the dream, but let the one who has my word speak it faithfully, for what has straw to do with grain, declares the Lord. Is not my word like fire, declares the Lord, like a hammer that breaks a rock in, play, in pieces? Therefore, are you there? Verse 30, declares the Lord, I'm against the prophets who steal from one another words supposedly from me. That's one thing also. They don't stand to hear God's word, God's thought. So Charlie, what is this one saying? You know when uh, Jehoshaphat went to fight with um, Ahab? You remember that story? And then they had to go and look for a prophet. And he says, all the prophets are prophesying the same thing. How come that none of them heard? You just have to, what are you saying? Let's all say the same thing to the king. So we are all saying the same thing to the king. Yeah. <laughs> let's, 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 let's say the same thing to the king. Wow. Wow. Verse 31, yes, declares the Lord, I'm against the prophets who who work their own tongue, and yet declare, the Lord declares. Verse 32, indeed, I'm against those who prophesy false dreams, declares the Lord. They tell them, and lead my people astray with their reckless lies. Yet I did not send or appoint them. Do they do no benefit? Uh-huh. They do no what benefit? They do not benefit these people in the least. I think that is a very very sad statement. That we have a lot of prophets and pastors, but you know what benefits? But they are talking to them about their benefiting. You no, know? is that not so? I did not telling them what will make them benefit, but God says actually they make what there's no benefit, nothing comes. Nothing. Verse 32. When these people or a prophet or a priest ask you what is the message from the Lord, say to them, What message? This is now Jeremiah. God is now asking this, God is now telling Jeremiah that when these people ask him. Uh-huh. when the people or the prophets or the priest ask him, what is the message from the Lord? He should, ask, he should tell them, what's what message? What message do you want? Because most times they'll come to Jema. Uh, Jema is always the one prophesying doom. Something bad will happen. Something bad will happen to you. There's no good news from the Lord. So sometimes they'll come to you and say, hey, 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 the last. is there any message from the Lord? <laughs> what message? What, is, what burden? What is on you? What's oracle? <laughs> uh. One message from the Lord. Say to them, one message. I'll forsake you. (laughs) That's the message. (laughs) I'll forsake you, declares the Lord. If a prophet or a priest or anyone else claims, this is a message from the Lord. I'll punish them and their household. Father forgive us. Leave our children behind. Mm. When it starts to hit the household now, start asking for mercy. This is what... Each of you keeps saying to your friends and their, and, their, and and other Israelites, "What is the Lord's answer, or what has the Lord spoken?" But you must not mention a message from the Lord again, because each one's word becomes their own message. <laughs> so you distort the word of the living God, uh, because there's so much. Because they are all giving a message, now the people can't know what message is from the Lord again. We can't know the truth again. Yeah, we just we can't tell. He destroyed the word of the, the living God, the God of the Lord Almighty, our God. This is what you keep saying to a prophet. This is what you keep saying to a prophet. What is the Lord's answer to you? What has the Lord pro- spoken? Although you claim this is a message from the Lord, this is what the Lord says. You use the word, "This is a message from the Lord." Even though I told you that you must not claim. This is a message from the Lord. Are you guys getting it? i you getting it? Each time the prophets are talking, they say, oh, that says the Lord. That says the Lord. That says the Lord. Ah, does God speak every time like that? Is God always saying something? And that's why sometimes like prophecy, prophecy, I think really, seriously, I think a prophecy, a prophet, prophetic ministry that is separated from teaching what God has said already could be very false. I think so. That each time you go and stand there, they don't open the Bible to talk about something. It's always something prophesy. Prophesy. And that's what people go. In. I think it could be false. I think so. I could be wrong. But that's what I'm saying. I think so. I personally think so. You think so too, no? I think so. It could be. Because God is not always talking. He has said a lot. You don't tell us what he has said here. He has said too much here. He always has a personal message for everybody, not this one, not this one. He doesn't have, a, he doesn't have this one for anybody. It's, now, it's always a personal message. They have to mention your name to tell you what the, the God is saying. Do you see where it is? It's always very personal. They have to, if they don't mention your name, then, then no. They, have to make, they can't just read this one and say that this is what God is what. He's saying, don't follow Jehoiakim. We can't tell you that one. No, 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 we are scared. That one God is not saying. God, God cannot be saying that, no. Always that says the Lord. That says the Lord. I see you. I see you. I saw you in your mother's womb. Therefore, I will surely forget you and cast you out of my presence along with the city I gave to you and your ancestors. I will bring on you every everlasting disgrace, everlasting shame that cannot be forgotten. So we have seen all of those in the king palaces, is that so? All of those in government and presidency, we've seen them, ministers, directors. Career men and women who are helping these people to what? To do their job. And then we've seen also those in, in the priest and the prophet. There are these two big categories or three big categories. Uh, career men and women and their, and their officials. And then we've seen those in the church. Is that so? And then we've also seen the prophet. In fact, God put the priest and the prophet together is that not so uh-huh and we've seen that things are not going so well let's go let's let's look back again let's go and see let's go back let's go to first second kings put your hands here second kings oh is the word of god sweet is it sweet are you enjoying it I'm enjoying it, all. I'm really enjoying it. I just wish, I just wish we had a lot of this. Now, I want to show you a bit the problem this guy inherited. This Jehoiakim, we are saying you shouldn't follow. Uh, so we said that there was who? Josiah. And then from him came Shalom. But he's also called Je- Jehoahaz. Uh-huh. And then we came to Jehoiakim. Uh-huh. You just have to remember Akim. And then we came to Jeho. And then we came to the last one is Zedekiah. Uh, And all of these ones flowed from the father. And we said that the father was a good guy. He inherited bad from who? From the first two. Manasseh and Ammon. Mm -hmm. They also inherited from a good one, who was who? Zedekiah. Uh, so Zedekiah and then Manasseh and Ammon. Hezekiah, Hezekiah. Hezekiah and and Hezekiah um, would, would be a good king, but had bad children, two bad generations, and then this guy came. And we've seen some of parts of his story already. Uh, so this is how it went. And we said that this guy, good guy, good. He died in peace. Is that so? This one, evil, he reigned for three months and was taken to exile. Where? In Egypt. His father fought a bad war. That's why he died. His father fought a bad war that he shouldn't have fought. And he died there. And so it made Egypt have control over over Israel. Uh, And as soon as he replaced him, he was taken directly to Egypt after three months. Very important. And then he was also evil. In fact, plus, plus, plus evil. He reigned for 11 years. and the prophecy about him was fulfilled. He died like a donkey. He died like a donkey. Very, very important. Are you following? Are you following? Very, very important. Uh, and he, he was thrown just as Jeremiah, uh, Jeremiah prophesied. He was thrown outside his palace. Because in his time, the first invasion happened. The first invasion of who? First invasion of, of Babylon. Happened. That was the first invasion. And they were so scared. And they knew that he revolted against Babylon. Uh, I told you that Egypt fought, Egypt went here, no. Egypt fought here, and between this time and this time, Babylon had conquered Egypt. So Babylon had become the world, the world power. Are you getting it? So they are taking the battle from here, and so they were now in charge. Between here, Egypt had come to conquer, to take this guy away, but from here now, Babylon began to take over. Are you following? Are you following? You should be able to explain this to your church members. Look at it. You are, you are seeing it there? Okay. Uh, so after the first invasion and siege, they, they killed him because he became... They realized that he was the one who was the fault. They are looking for the king. Each time they are looking for the nation, if they find the king, they leave the people. So the people themselves killed him. And as the Babylonians were outside waiting to invade in their siege, they threw him outside so that the Babylonians would see that he's gone. No need. So when they did that, he went away. Babylon went away and left them. And the prophecy of, of Jeremiah was what? Fulfilled, that he would be killed like a donkey and thrown outside. Nobody would bury him. And nobody will even say, "Oh, our master." When he when he left, when he died, they threw him. Everybody, say, the king is dead, he's gone. Ah, thank God, oh, Father. Nobody felt sorry or mourned for him, because you can see the you can see how the prophecy will be fulfilled. Nobody mourned for; they were very happy, as if like you've won the World Cup. They started jubilating; we are free again. So now they put who in his Jehoiachin. We don't know whether it's the son of this man. Because most of them are sons of this man. Without knowing whether he's a son or, from what I'm going to say, he's the nephew of this guy. Apparently, I don't know. So he now was what? Jehoiachin was he evil. Amazingly, they will not learn. They will not learn. And he reigned for three months. And then the second invasion of what? Of Babylon. And here they carried away a lot of the skilled men. I don't know whether, um, it seems as if whether this guy was carried here, Daniel, either here or here, it's hard to tell which one he was carried, but he was carried at a very early beginning. Uh, so the second invasion happened, and they carried him away. He ran for three months, but his case was very special. Do you know that he did not die? He submitted, he went, he followed, and he lived more than all of them. He lived very long. And there was another king that came, apart from Lebuchadnezzar, and the man released him from prison. Mm -hmm. man released this guy from prison. He sat and ate at the king's table of Babylon throughout his whole life. He was given money for free. Stipends. Yeah. And he became the grandfather of Zerubbabel, You remember Zerubbabel? How many remember Zerubbabel? Hey. Have to go back, We have to go back to this thing. He became the grandfather of Zerubbabel and from Zerubbabel came Jesus. The line of Jesus. So as they were preserving, as all of this was going off, God was still looking for a way to what? To preserve what he told David, that he will continue to have somebody to sit on his throne. And this was the guy. And then this one was in a third invasion of who? Of Babylon. And he, what happened to him? He also did evil. He reigned for 11 years. Actually, when this guy was carried away, they thought that everything has settled down. Ah, we are back to normal life again. Imagine 11 years. First year, Babylon does not come. Second year, he doesn't come. We are still fine. They continue to become evil for 11 years. Jeremiah kept talking. All of these kings, Jeremiah was there. Jeremiah kept talking, kept talking, kept talking. They still didn't mind him. And finally, he even called Jeremiah to ask him whether how he should behave, everything. And Jeremiah told him don't when the Babylonians come, don't run away, don't flee. Just submit to them. Huh? Just submit. Don't go anywhere. Just do what God says. Give yourself to Jeremiah uh, to the Babylonians and you will leave. He didn't listen. He tried to what? To escape. And he was caught. He was caught, his eyes removed, and all his sons were killed before him. Zedekiah. All the prophecies of, of Jeremiah were true. It's amazing. And this is how the southern kingdom ended up totally in Babylon. Amazing. So if you are reading Jeremiah and you don't know this sequence, you can be very confused. Because the funny thing with Jeremiah is that he doesn't follow an other description. As if the person who wrote the, who, who put the book of Jeremiah together just cut it. So this one is following this. So you hear prophecy. Then you first realize, ah, are we talking about Josiah or are we talking about Jehoiakim? Or we're, ah, are we in Jehoiakim? Uh-huh. So you have to know the sequence in order for it to to make sense to you. It's very, very crucial. Very, very important. Uh Very, very important. So our biggest case study is who? Who are we really looking at? Jehoiakim. He was a big case study. We've seen all of them. And we see that with him were prophets in his time, in this whole 11 years that they had. At this point... At this guy's 11 years, things were already very bad already. Things were going off. Yeah. Zedekiah. But this, at this time, people were still, we don't really know. Things are not good, but, you know, things can be better. Egypt. And then Egypt has been destroyed by Babylon. And I think his allies were also with the Egyptians. Yeah. Let's see it. Look at it. Look at the problem. So Joshua, I want to respond to your, mes- your question here. Twenty three Second Kings Chapter twenty three. Um Second Kings chapter twenty three. Verse 28. Let me start from the verse 28. 2 Kings chapter 23, verse 28. It says, As for the other events of Josiah's reign and all he did, are they not written in the book of the annals of the kings of Judah? Eh? Have you seen it? The verse 29 While Josiah was king, pharaoh neko king of egypt went up to the ephrates river to help king of assyria because at that time who is fighting babylon i you getting it babylon is trying to take up kingdoms if you read the history of the war of majido you would you would understand huh so Babylon was trying to take up kingdoms, and Babylon was fighting, and he heard, uh, the Egyptian king heard that this, the one down, nothing is coming up to fight Assyria. Assyria was a world power at that time. You know, Assyria became a world power before Babylon. So he was going, so they were, Babylon was going to fight Assyria, and then king Egypt heard that the guy is going to fight him, and he realized that this guy is becoming powerful. If he defeats him, he can come and fight us. So I should go and help him so that he doesn't what, doesn't defeat us. Just like what is going on between Ukraine and Russia and Europe and the US. It's like Europe and US has to help who, Ukraine. Because if not, I'm not into all politics, but you can understand from Bible what it is. It has ha- all that is happening has happened already. Uh huh. So he says here. Yeah, While Josiah was king, Pharaoh Neco, king of Egypt, went up to the Freitas River to help king of who? Of Assyria. King Josiah also heard what was going on. So he also decided to go on. To also go and help. He's going to fight. He's going to fight who? Egypt. Somebody's going to help somebody. Is it your problem? Like, is yours? Has somebody told you to go and fight? Oh, he he's going to fight. He took his things. I'm going to fight. <laughs> okay. So Neko faced him and killed him at Majido. That's how he died. That's what I told you he did. A foolish battle. He shouldn't have been involved. He wasn't coming to fight. He was going to help. You just helped that he's marching out. No, you are going to fight. So he died. Josiah's servants brought his body in a chariot from Majido to Jerusalem and buried him in his own tomb. And the people of the land took Jehoahaz. Now who? Jehoahaz. Huh? Jehoahaz, son of Josiah, and anointed him and made him king in the place of his word, of his father. Verse 31. Now see the story. Jewa was how many? 23 years. How old are you now? Actually, you ask sir. How old are you? Somebody was 23 when he became king. Ah. Sometimes we see ourselves very small. I don't know why. Eh? We are old. When they say go and preach, if you, are, you see it is so small. When they say go and do this, I'm, you are too old. When is he going to lead people? Say, oh, I'm still so small, I'm still so small, I'm still a child. You are if it was time, you'd have been leading the whole nation. Angie, do you hear? <laughs> Twenty-three years old. You are too old, Victor, is it not true? It's true. Like Victor can be a king by this time. He's wearing he's wearing this Afro thing, wearing by now, he's wearing a crown. Joshua, is it not true? Like Joshua has a big crown on his head. instead of this uh, afro he's, he's wearing by this time. Like you like this. <laughs> his mother's name was Hamutal, daughter of Jeremiah. I don't know what that is this Jeremiah talking about. I don't know. I'm not sure. She was from Libna. I don't think he's the one. No, he's not from Libna. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord just as his predecessors had done. So just as. Not this one. The other ones. The two others. So he didn't follow his father's street; Followed the grandfathers. Pharaoh. So you remember that Pharaoh had gone to fight already. And Pharaoh had fought his father. And taken him out. So now you have come right after him. So there was a great word. A great threat, defensive threat, when he became king. Imagine, like, it's not easy to become king in that time. eh? Like in such crisis, it's a defensive crisis. Your father just died from a certain man. He went to fight him. He got defeated. Then you just become king. Ah, pressure. Serious pressure. So as soon as he became king, as soon as he became king, after three months, Pharaoh Neko put, uh-huh, he did evil, but you see, the problem was not the king that he became. The Verse 32 is the issue. He did evil in the eyes of who? Of the Lord, just as the Spirit has done. Pharaoh Necho put him in chains at Riblah in, in the land of Ramath, so that he might not reign in Jerusalem. And he imposed what? He imposed on Judah a levy. Of hundred talents of silver, a talent of gold. It's like saying, if you guys want to be free, you have to be what? Pay me. Uh-huh. I've told you, it's power, money, sex. And with these heavy taxes, how would they get money to pay this guy? So the second one has been taken by who? By Babylon. By um, Egypt, Necho has taken him away. Now, Necho has placed what? Serious tributes on them. Verse 34 Pharaoh Necho made Eliakim, son of Josiah, king in place of his father, Josiah, and and changed Eliakim's name to Jehoiakim. So his actual name was who? Eliakim. Eliakim. (laughs) There's still Akim there. There's still Akim there. Yeah. There's still Akim. Each time you remember, don't think of, just use this Akim to remember the guy's name, but not the character of... Huh? Verse 35. So verse, so he changed his name, and then he made him, but he took who? Verse 34, let me read again. Je, Pharaoh Necho made Eliakim, son of Josiah, King, in place of his father Josiah, and changed Eliakim's name to Jehoiakim. But he took Jehoah, Jehoahaz, and carried him off to who? Egypt. To Egypt. And there he died. So, Jehoiakim, Jehoiakim went to exile to Egypt. He died, never came back. And this now became who? The next king. Uh, Eliakim became Jehoakim and became the next king. But now he has a problem. Although he has become a king, who made him the king? This guy? It was Egypt, no? Neko, is that so? Uh And he has a problem. What is his problem? He has to pay the tribute. Do you see the issue? All our countries, they are all in debt, serious debt. There's tribute you have to pay. In fact, for Ghana now, they said if they divide all of us, all the inhabitants of the country, every single child or adult, is owing 15,000 to 20,000 Ghana cities. That is, I don't know for Nigeria, I don't know how much people are owing, but I think if they divide all of you people, I don't know how much Naira you are all owing. (laughs) Something million, maybe. (laughs) Zambia is also owing. Do you you, you believe what I'm saying? Zambia is owing. In fact, now you people are even going back again for more loans. Yeah, here they are going to the IMF. Yeah. They are going to the IMF this, this before the end of this year. So you have more to pay. And your children will also have more? More to pay. Ah, Benny, How is Beni like? It's the same. So you also have money to pay including your children that are coming. Albert, yeah. isn't also. Yeah. The Gambia is the same. You're also Owing. Yeah. <laughs> we are all Owing. South Sudan, I don't know how much people are Owing. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. So before your children even come, you are owing already. As soon as they grab that passport from the country, it's they're indebted, highly indebted situations. So this guy inherited a, a kingdom that was already what in debt, heavy debt, seriously. Yes. No, because this guy was asked already to pay. It was from this guy that the three, the talents of gold was imposed on him. And I think that maybe he defaulted. That's why they came to carry him away. And then now they made a new person a king in his place. So now he has to make sure that he's. Are you guys getting it? If not, he's sure that they'll come and they'll come for him. So. Whoa, whoa. You, see, you see, that's why I say the money, the problem the brother raised is very, because he said the country is already what? The state of the country, the, the, country, the crisis. <laughs> or the state of the family, or the state of, I don't know, what's the state, or the state of the church. Joshua, would you, have, would you like to become a king in that time? And if you became a king in that time, what would you do? Can you guys feel Jehoakim? Can you feel him? How many can feel him? How many can like, feel his pressure, feel his problem? They're coming to carry you. It will take. It will take. It will take something. Yeah, you are rich. Yeah, yeah you, you, your brother. Your brother was carried. Your senior brother was just taken away quickly. Your father was killed by the guy. Your senior has been, Senior brother has been taken away. And then you find yourself. He has made you king. You can't say no. If you say no to, it, it's a problem. <laughs> Can you say no? You not become king. No, how many could have said no, you will not become king? I beg you, I beg. Some of you will be going to the throne, I beg, you'll be crying already. (laughs) So you can see why he lasted for long. He lasted for how long? Eleven years. Why? Because what? He paid his tribute. Lord, what will you do? See, most of us are in situations so you can't shake your head. They have made you king. <laughs> See, you don't have a choice. In the town you are, you are, the, you are the priest there. There's nothing you can do about it. Some of you, your family, you are the king. Let's see what he did. So Jehoakim was very smart. He knew how he would survive. What would he do? Huh? In such a pressure, in such a circumstance, Jehoakim paid Pharaoh, Necho, the silver, the gold. He demanded. Is that not so? So if you do that, you are what? You are free. In order to do so, he had to what? Tax. Tax. You see where, he, where his problem came from? He had to what? Tax the people. Make them work hard. And exacted the silver and the gold from the people of the land according to their assessment. So he took all the people. See, what business do you have? You work What business? What are you doing? Your tax is 80%. Your tax is 40%. You. You are bringing 89%. So he's going to gather what? A lot to give enough to to his main guy. And the rest of it, build his palace. So he satisfied Cain. Neko, is that so? But who was coming? Aha. Who could have protected him? Neko. Do you see how his alliance became? His allies. Now that he has satisfied. King he's thinking that Charlie, the way they were able to fight these Babylonians, King also has friends. Who is who? Assyria. So if I can be happy with this guy, then this guy can also be happy with me. We are all together. So before this Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar would come and fight, they would have defended me. So let me just make sure I am good relations with with Egypt. He died in the first invasion by his own his own people. So his problem did not come from where he was trying to satisfy. Are you getting it? His problem came from where? The inside, he himself, his own people. <laughs> They are taxing them too much. (laughs) And they can see that you are building big, big palaces. You see why he was building big palaces? Because he was okay. He was okay. He has found a way to be what? To be okay. So he assessed everybody. More you have, the more tax you pay. And if you don't have, you pay. Some of you, you pay with your labor. You work and you get nothing. So, do you think that he was really trying to solve their problem? Hmm. Verse 36. Jehoiakim was 20. How many? 25. Do you see? I think people are too old, though. Jehoiakim was 25 years when he became king. And he reigned in Jerusalem 11 years. His mother's name was Zebedah, daughter of Pediah. She was from Rumah. And he did what? evil in the eyes of the Lord, just as his predecessors had done. During Jehoiakim's reign, Nebuchadnezzar, aha, not Egypto. I you are fine with Egypt now. No problem. God will send somebody else. Nebuchadnezzar, king of who? Babylon, invaded the land. And Jehoiakim became his vassal for three years. Now, the one that you are trying to you have a new, a new master on top of your head, since you don't want God to be your master. But then he turned against Nebuchadnezzar and rebelled. And who sent the Babylon? The Lord. <laughs> not this time, not just Babylon. He sent Babylonians. Arameans, Moabites, Ammonites, raiders against him to destroy Judah in accordance with the word of the Lord proclaimed by his, by his servant, the prophet. And surely these things happened according to Judah, according to the Lord's command, in order to remove them from his presence because of the sins of Manasseh and all he had done, including the shedding of innocent blood for he had filled Jerusalem with innocent blood, and the Lord was not willing to forgive. Have you seen God not being willing to forgive before? So what, should, what do you think Jehoiakim should have done? Ah, now let's now discuss. I can also now sit down after I finish my expose. <laughs> I finished my exposé. (laughs) What do you guys think in the book uh, Jehoiakim should have done? Do you guys, you you understood the situation, no? (laughs) It's not that maybe, maybe himself he wanted, he liked money or something. But the situation he found himself was also a different situation. What do you think he should have done? Yeah, (laughs) Israel. He could have paid what he had to pay to Neko. And contented himself, do you think God could have dealt with Nico for him? Do you think he could have cried out to God and God would have saved him from, from Egypt's hand? Maybe he will send Babylon to them no? <laughs> Instead of sending Babylon to him we would have sent <laughs> uh, Joshua, you can think well. <laughs> what do you what do you think? My brother, what's what's your name? What's your name? Yeah. Tell me your name. Your name. Eh, Chidalo. Chidalo, good have you have you understood the issue? What? Did you understand the issue? Yes. Okay. Well, what what do you think Joachim should have done? Tax the people fairly. fairly. <laughs> uh huh. That's also that's also you can see that no. Very good point you consider he was trying to solve his own problem, not the people's problem. and you uh, said most of our leaders are like that eh most of this you see that they are trying to have like good economic whatever, but it's to more secure their their positions and themselves than than uh-huh. so you said you should have taxed the people fairly. what else yeah uh-huh. As, as it was. If he wasn't thinking about having enough for himself, a lot for himself. But he taxed the people fairly. According to, he assessed all of them. All. <laughs> That's also the thing. Like he assessed all of them, like based on what you have you are taxed based on what you have. But bon. some also work for him. He didn't pay them. Yes. What what, what? what? If you were the one, what would you do, really? And we are all in that situation because whether we like it or not, all of our countries are owing. There's a Neko. <laughs> There's an IMF somewhere. <laughs> and some families are in more precarious situations than others. And you are the king who has been sent abroad <laughs> to bring back solutions. <laughs> yes, what, would you, what do you think you should have done? I'm surprised you are quiet. Oh. <laughs> you have become very pensive, very thin. <laughs> huh? He could have gone to God.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> right now, looking at it from it has already happened perspective. <laughs> I can see that he could have gone to good, but it happens like in normal, in life sometimes, when the pressure gets worse. (laughs) As the pressure increases, (laughs) we tend to like, okay, personally, I've, I've thought like, oh, I want to do this thing before, let's say, before 12, before this deadline, before that, before we after we are done and then it crashes or it doesn't crash then we sit down and we realize that god please please let it work for us sometimes we don't even say anything like we don't even say a prayer like that so from this perspective you should have gone to god yeah. and then this is making me like consciously register that if i come to a junction like that i should think about it from if it has already happened, perspective. Yeah, I realize that it's always, it's always better to go to God. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: What is your? What is your? Ezra, tell us what. Uh huh. become independent. Yes, Joshua. He has said it all. (laughs) Wow. He wanted to solve the economic problem. He wanted to solve the defense problem, maybe. But I think his personal ambitions were were big time, yeah, and his own preservation to preserve himself. And his own advancement, advance, preserve. And ambition. And today, that is where most of us are. That's a good question. It was an economic problem, but was it? It was a defense problem, but was it the problem that God wanted to solve? So let me bring you to the point of my presentation. Let's go back to the Jemaah 22. What should be the problem you want to solve? The problem you want to solve, will it be the problem God want to solve? Write it down. Write it down. Ask yourself. The problem you want to solve, (laughs) would it be the problem God want to solve? You want to solve your relationship problem, your allies, your connections problem? What else do you want to solve? The problems you want to solve? God says, Jeremiah 22, now let's read it with the understanding we have. We'll read from the verse 13. It takes time, eh? It takes time now. It takes time to just understand a few things. It takes time. Woe to him who builds his palace by unrighteousness, his upper rooms by injustice, making his own people work for, for nothing, and not paying them their the labor he says I'll build myself a great palace with spacious upper rooms so he makes large windows in it panels it with cedar and decorates it in red like Markish verse 15 does it make you a king that's a big question for me, that was my 22, 2022 question. I don't know what your question was. Does it make you a king? What makes you a man? What makes you a woman? What makes you a prophet? What makes you a pastor? What makes you a director? What makes what makes you? What makes you? Does it make you a king to have more and more zidah? Did not your father have what? Food and drink. And he did what was what? Right and just. So what was God expecting? That he would be more concerned about economic crisis? No? Or be more concerned about defense crisis? Or his own preservation? No? God's concern was that he would be concerned about what? Doing what was right. Doing what was right. Uh, and not really that not even doing what is right because you can't wake up and do what is right you can't wake up and do what is right so it all went well with him isn't that not so he defended the cause of the poor and needy as, and so all went, all went well is that not what it means to what to know me so what does God want? Mm-hmm. To know Him, and, and to the prophets, He said that they will draw close to standing in His word, in His counsel. Isn't that also, uh huh? And to the priest, so that they may what? They may know Him. Huh? Jeremiah nine verse twenty-three. What does what did God say there? Jeremiah 9, verse 23, 24. Put it up for us very quickly. It says, this is what the Lord says. Just look up to it. Don't don't turn there. Just look at it on on the screen. This is what the Lord says. Let not the wise boast of their own wisdom or the strong boast of their strength or the rich boast of their riches. The next one, verse 24. But let the one who boasts boast about this, that they have the understanding toward... To know, it means that to know God, you must have what? Yeah. How would you have understanding? Learning. Learning. You can talk about knowing God as much as you want, unless you have what understanding, and unless you have spent time to gain this word understanding, you cannot know God. So, as he was there assessing the people, assessing how he would pay that task. As blessing how you do this, as how you do it, God was expecting that you'd rather would spend that time to know Him, to have that understanding. He started on the wrong foot. Wrong foot. Mm-hmm. To know me, that I am the Lord who exercises kindness, justice, and righteousness on earth. For in these I delight, declares, declares the Lord. So this is what God was expecting from him. But today, many, many, many of us have gone astray. Each of us have turned to our own way. And the Lord has laid the iniquity of us all on him, (laughs) on Jesus. So let me bring you to the end of my expose. And I think you've understood my question clearly. chapter 23 Gemma 23 let's see what God's response is we've seen the kings we've seen who else the priest prophet we've seen the people God seems not to have any solution from all of them. So what is he going to do now? Chapter 23. Let's go. Woe to the to the shepherds. All these ones were supposed to be God's shepherds. All these ones were supposed to be God's shepherds. Amen? Amen? Woe to the shepherds who are destroying and scattering who? The sheep of my pasture declares the Lord they are destroying and they are scattering the sheep of his pasture God cannot find any of these ones to be what they have to be Uh therefore this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says to the shepherds who tend my my sheep because you have scattered my flock and driven them away and have not bestowed on them what? Bestowed care on them. There are three things. There are three things. They have what? They have what? Scattered. Driven them away. You see Africa, you see how we are, we are driven away. We are crossing the seas and the deserts. You see us on the street. We are wild. Anywhere we get we pass, so far as there's road there, I'm telling you. Even if it's a wall, we'll scale the wall. Have you seen? Have you seen? Have you seen any European crossing the desert to go to Africa? <laughs> to do what? <laughs> Some of them um, they cross, but they go for bigger things. Yeah, I was was, one time I was flying to Nigeria. I was surprised the number of whites who were flying there. You said not through the deserts. Yeah, they fly. Nigerians and Ganges, we were all crossing the desert walking, scattered. We're everywhere. In every football team you can find one of us there. We are there. Scattered. We change where we are from. <laughs> we're scattered. Because the shepherds have Look in your town. See, where are the people? It is funny when you're talking about the president and the district. What about you now? <laughs> <laughs> and God is talking to the priests and the prophets and the kings. We are all part of it. See, what you see going on around Africa, we are all what? We are all part of it we are all included. we are all included don 't look at the politicians and blame them. You and I we are part of it and what is the problem? Is the economy is the economy is the economy what is the problem knowing Do you guys put it together? Do you put, are you guys putting it together? Eh? What is the problem? Why are we scattered? Where is the scattering? It's not just the kings and the politicians and the, this thing. It is all of us. God put all of them together in one word, shepherds. That is what they were actually supposed to be. But these shepherds have become very concerned more about their own self preservation and their self advancement. And that is what all of us are also. We've become Jehoiakim in a very small way, waiting to become a Jehoiakim in a in a bigger way. <laughs> no one looks for anyone. Eh? We are not looking for ourselves. We are not looking for those who are scattered. because there are more bigger problems to deal with. In fact, your parents even tell you that they are. More important problems to deal with, just go to church and come back and make sure that you are advancing. Eh? Is that not what they tell you? Yeah. There are more bigger problems to deal with. That you are advancing and going forward to make sure that the economic stability we are looking for has been what? Achieved. And to make sure that our preservation and to make sure that we can defend ourselves. We are all caught in the same problem. He says, the shepherds, the shepherds, my flock is scattered because of you. He says, I'll bestow punishment on you for the evil you have done, declares the Lord. I myself will gather the remnants of the flock. So if you want to know what God is doing, what is he doing? He's gathering. That's why I like it on Sundays when we gather. Anytime we can gather because it is exactly what God is what? doing, gathering. Jesus said, Who, Whoever is not what? Gathering with me is what? Is catering. There's no middle ground. I think Matthew chapter 12. Whoever is not gathering with me is catering. You can't say that you are not one of them. You are just in between. Are you getting it? Yeah. Either your life is actively about gathering. And trying to transmit this issue of dealing with this issue of evil, of righteousness, of this bigger problem we have than the economic problem. It takes time, oh my brothers. I don't know how we it takes time for us to be able to realise that the problem we have it is not economic. People do not know God. So what you can do for yourself is to you try to know God better. Is that so? And help somebody else to also what? To know God. And it can only be done by transmitting of what? Understanding. You must have what? Understanding. You must have understanding. Your life must be actively, actively, actively involved in this matter. You will not be wise as a woman. To meet a man who says that my life is actively about what? Gathering and having economic stability. You will not be wise. I say you will not be a wise woman. To say, yeah, I'm with you. You will not be a wise man to have a woman who says me, my life is really about economic stability or self-preservation how we can preserve ourselves and how we can have paneled houses with enough space and have a soft life you will not be wise I pray that you meet somebody who says you know what I want to deal with the main problem people do not what know God and they don't know God because they have no understanding so we should all try to what be sharing the understanding we what we have you have to make a decision with your life gathering to share understanding gathering to share understanding God says, since you will not do it, since you are focused, because there is pressure on you, whether there is pressure on you or inside of you, and you are focusing on what is not essential, I will do the work myself. I will do it myself. I will gather them where I have driven them and bring them back to the pasture. The pasture is where they eat, no? Is that not so? Yeah. They'll be eating God's word, eating understanding. Where they will be fruitful and increase in, in number. Do you see where fruitfulness comes from? And increase comes from? True fruitfulness and increase comes from where? From eating God's pasture. True fruitfulness comes from eating God's pasture. Eating God's food. That's how they can be fruitful and increase. That's how we can be prosperous. For us, when the Bible came to us in Africa, I just think that there was something that was mixed in it. Yeah, it didn't, the true one did not come. Maybe it came, but somehow Jehovah came, got mixed up. Yeah. And there's something weird with our theology. Something is, something is not right with our theology huh? the verse 4 look at the verse 4 now he says he will do it now see what he says he will do I will what will place who shepherds over them who will tend them and they will no longer be what afraid or terrified Nor will any be missing, declares the Lord. I'll place shepherds over them. A shepherd can be who? A shepherd can be who? A king? An official. Do you see do you see God's description of shepherd? Do you guys see the God's description of shepherd? I'm so happy we started with the king because you know. So I said, "Oh, it's just uh, the pastor." Because mm-hmm. someone talking about shepherd. Oh, it's the pastor. It's the pastor. No, no, no. Shall did you hear? God's description of shepherd is who? A king, an official, eh? A career man, a prophet, a priest, anybody, a husband, a wife, is a shepherd. That is that is the definition of a shepherd. I am so grateful because as soon as we talk about it, oh, oh no no he's a pastor oh the pastor no. Akim, do you get it? Everyone is who? It's a shepherd. I I didn't describe it to you. Yeah. So whether you are you are you are into uh, 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 whatever ministerial job, or you are a deputy finance minister, or you are deputy uh, whatever association minister, I don't know what it is. God expects you to be what? a shepherd. And the work of the shepherd is what? Gather the sheep. That's the first thing. Make sure they are not what? Scattered. Gather them. And then what? Teach them. Bestow care on them. And make sure they are feeding. Tell somebody, the work of a shepherd is what? Is to gather, then feed, and care for them gather them feed them and care for them how should we how should we how, what acronym should we put to it GFC GFC Ask your sister: Are you involved in the GFC work? Are you, are you involved in the GFC work? Gathering, feeding, eh, and caring. This is this is it's so simple. So that they may what have understanding. Do you want? No God. And then what will happen? Fruitful and increase. Unless you are fruitful, you can't increase. There's a difference between the two. You have to be fruitful to increase. Is that not so? Yeah. You have to be fruitful. You have to be fruitful. Your church will have to be fruitful. It means that you can give birth, and sometimes you can see that your fruitful side is working, but your increased side has not yet what started. It is when that increase, aha, uh-huh. and has not yet started. We must be fruitful. If there's understanding, there'll be more knowledge of God and there'll be more fruitfulness. But this is where we are started. Jo- Joachim starts from where? Joachim starts from here. In fact, they don't even get anywhere here. And some churches just want to start from here. Increase in fruitfulness. Instead of gathering and what? And feeding. This is what is lacking. And that's why Jesus asks uh, Peter, Do you love me? Feed my sheep. That is the thing God is looking for. Feed them. Feed my sheep. Feed my sheep. Feed my sheep or oh, feed my sheep. And they will not be afraid. Then he says, What will happen? Verse 5. The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I'll raise up for David a righteous who branch. A righteous branch. Who is that righteous branch? Jesus, a king who will reign right. wisely. This is what it means to reign wisely. So he's telling Jehoiakim that you see, you are not wise. Thank you. you are not wise, you are being foolish and some of us if you don't take it, God is telling us you are not being wise you are being foolish actually and do what is just and what and right, hallelujah in his days Judah will be saved Israel will live in safety this is the name by which you will be called the Lord our, our righteousness and when Jesus was living, he says, as the father sent me, so do I send you. Go and make disciples of all nations, not just Africa. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So this is the mission that God has given all of us. And The question today is that, would we be concerned about it in spite of our problems and situations and worries and self-preservation issues? May I have told God, I said, so far as you bring money so that we pay the rent, we gather the people. anywhere we can gather if you want to if you ask me what is the definition of church whatever it is just this gfc gather them gather them and feed them and care for them and train them to also what do the same We must have a personal vision, a personal ambition. And I'm praying that this will become your personal. Amen? And what happened to Josiah? Not the last thing that happened to him, but what happened to him, that all went well shall be our story. I'm just believing God, really. It shall go well with us. It shall be well with us. And I'm praying that you believe this issue. And you stop the allies you are trying to. Some of us are busy running around. The association you are running for, we know. Because if you truly want to help people, this is the best way. Everybody must be involved. Your house should become a place of gathering. Me my house will always be a house. hope my wife is not hearing. <laughs> <laughs> but I like to gather people anywhere I am. I think that should be your... Anywhere people can gather. Anyway. That should be your personal. Now look for any way I can get help to continue to do this. The main thing is that we want people to know God. Is that so? Yeah. And to know God we must have more understanding. Is that so? So you try yourself also so that you can, you can help others. You try to have more understanding. Each time I'm reading my Bible, I'm thinking about you guys. You shouldn't read your Bible for yourself. You should read it for others. But not just for others, but many for yourself. But you should also think of how you share. The problems are there. I'm not saying they are not there. The problems are there. But Jehoakim. Jehoakim. should not be part of our life. Hallelujah. I'm praying that Jehoakim will not be part of your, of your life. Yeah. And we'll watch God resolve the problem one after the other. How come that? In all this war, that in the time of Josiah, none of them came to him. In fact, it wasn't that they came to fight him, he went to fight. You said he wanted, yeah, he was so he was too peaceful. Somebody say he's too he's too peaceful. He wanted something to be moving in his life. Feels how it feels like fighting. Maybe thought doing this one was boring. <laughs> let's do something fun. <laughs> Other kids go to war. Let's also go to war. Let's, let's do something fun. And uh, This is too boring. How many sometimes feel like the church is boring? Like, Hey, hey Paula. Paula has laughed. <laughs> How many feel sometimes it's like Rehears' house? Every Sunday we are going for Rehears' house. It's not the real also. We are trying to what? Gather people. To feed them and to care for them. And this is the meaning. This is all of the big thing behind all of our ministries. And that's why I called you guys. It's not the activity that matters, but this is one. And the question is, are our people having more and more understanding to know God? That's the big question. Now, vision, as we've said, is to draw many into what? Into intimacy with Jesus. Draw many into intimacy. So it's not the concepts. We are not interested in concepts. If you can see, we might be interested in concepts if it is going to gather. That's why when we did the Bring someone Sunday. We, that's, it, was, it is to know God. is to share our understanding. It's not to have fellowship and just eat and go away. None of our meetings is like that. Behind every meeting is the feeding and the caring. Behind every gathering is the meeting and the caring, the feeding and the caring. <laughs> So, um, I guess came to present this to you guys in a very simple way, believing that there will be a change of heart. Amen. And that you make this your ultimate passion and you sacrifice other things for it. Let us see that individually, you yourself, individually, not that somebody is chasing you, somebody is calling you. No, that you have taken this issue of gathering seriously. Calling somebody to come to church, calling somebody to come for fellowship, calling somebody for this, and you have taken it seriously, gathering people. Maybe some of us are not yet at a point where we we'll all share, I, but I want us to all get there all together be able to share God's word. But the gathering, we can all do it. Isn't that not so? Yeah. The sharing you can all share what you all know. Even what I've just taught now, if I come to your church, everybody should be able to know, if I mention Jehoiakim, I think, if I come there, I can, the choir cannot tell me who Jehoiakim is, and you have not done your work. Are you getting it? Jehoiakim has. They should be able to tell who Jehoiakim is. and give the description of the scenario. Remember, is it not so? I come to first and I say, ah, who is the choir? And they can't tell me who the person is. We will not agree. Yeah. Do you guys get it? So all our meetings, the choir is not for concerts coming to. Le- we can learn guitar and can learn whatever It's true. The media is not is not for this. We are not just doing to push. We are not just pushing. Uh, uh, uh. We are not just pushing uh, uh, this thing. Some of us suggest the media is just pushing buttons and pushing. Uh, uh, to, no, they they don't even listen to what is going on. They put the scriptures up for you people. Put the scriptures up for them. The media can be one on serious people, though. Eh? And those who think they're helping the church, we just came to help you people. (laughs) We came to help you. I think I'm done helping you people. I'm I'm gone. I think I'm done. My, My aim was to teach the instruments, and I'm done. My aim is to pass on the the media and how how much I will take to put a TV on and to put and branch (laughs) it. Eh? All of that is to just what? Gather one. People. And to share God's word with them. So we have to make sure that our ministries are looking like that. People who are knowing God. See, no... There's no need. There's, uh, there will be another vision. You know it. totally no need. And we'll all be doing nonsense, just as Joachim and his brothers were doing, his priest and his prophets. We'll all be doing nonsense. And when I talk, you say, oh, there are a lot of precious. There are a lot of needs, So, oh, Pastor. <laughs> there are a lot of needs. You're not talking about those needs. It's because you don't have an understanding of God. I'm praying that we'll become very serious about this. Amen. So what will be your decision now? Let's make our decision and pray. Ask the Lord to help us. Can we we pray for each other? Can we pray for ourselves and pray for each other and kind of share our decisions to somebody and ask the person to help us? And I want you to keep this person's face and name your head very well. Can you find somebody to to talk to? Maybe you can't tell us what the impediments are. But maybe you can tell this one person, the reasons why this will not, this. Uh, Joshua Joshua told us his own. (laughs) (laughs) Joshua told us his own, so we're able to. If you want to move your chair, you can move your chair maybe to a corner somewhere. Just move around, and let's just spend a few minutes to just, to talk to ourselves and say, brother, so, so far. We can go 3-3. You can just move around 3-3 or 2-2. Somebody can also join me. Some people can join me here. You can join anyone. Just move around. Those online, I don't know. Is anyone watching online? I don't know whether there's anyone. There are people watching. Okay. Okay. Yeah, those watching online also, we, we guys can also get together. You can move, you can move your chair. Eh? You can go, like, just take, go. <laughs> this one is a retreat time, so just, we can, we are just, you can move your chair. The characteristics of, the characteristics of what we have seen with, with Jehuakim, are you getting it? And we've seen its pressure, We've seen the things he has been through. We saw all of that. Now, we've also seen what God is also saying and what God considers to be important. Uh-huh. So what's, which of the pressures is, is holding you back? Do you see? Uh-huh. Is it his it, eternal ambition or, or maybe the pressure he was facing from outside? What is holding you back? What is making you look for alliances and, you know, um, and all that. What is not making you stable and to focus on this mission that God has? Are you getting it? Oh, go and share with your friend. Just go to the corner. You can take your this thing. If you want only one friend to, to share with, you can take the friend behind there. You can take your chair. Go. You can go very far, eh? Can you get yeah Can they share with you? Have you guys shared with each other? You need, you're still in the yeah. Can we can we just pray and then we can continue this
2: uh,
0: for some time and we move to the next session? Father, we are so grateful. Do you want to just pray for what you've heard? You want to pray for the people you've spoken to? You want to ask the Lord to just help them? You want to lift up yourself before the Lord and say, Father, help me. Help me to walk the way you want me to walk. Lift up your voice anywhere you are. Just pray. Father, thank you. Oh, yes, help us, Father. Help us, Lord, Holy Spirit. Help us, Lord, Holy Spirit. Help us, Jesus, to live the kind of life that you want in the name of Jesus continue go ahead and lift up all those who are with you those you've discussed with lift up those in your department all the workers in your department lift up our church before the lord that the lord will help us lift up myself lift up the elders lift up all the the ministers before the lord in the name of Jesus, must send deliver me. I see, I tell you, Father, we can only count on your grace, Father, on your grace, Father Jesus, on your grace, Father. Man, deliver me. I see, I tell you, deliver me. Lean, deliver me. I see, I tell you, deliver me. Yes, Father. Man, deliver me. tell you, Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Let it be so. Let it be so. Let grace, let grace, let grace, Lord. May we be helped by you. May we be helped by you. We cannot know you, Father, except you have revealed yourself to us. And Father, I pray that every day in, day out, Father, we'll get deeper, we'll know you better. In the name of Jesus, because we have a deeper understanding, deeper understanding. May we arrange ourselves in a way that we can come to you in your word. In the name of Jesus, make time, make time for you. Take us deeper, Lord. Draw us nearer. Nearer, draw us nearer, draw us nearer. In the name of Jesus. And Father, in the days where we think this is not important, I pray, Lord, that you would correct us, you would redress us, you would place us on the path you want us to be in. We'll have a course correction in the name of Jesus. Father, by your grace and your mercy, oh, pray for those who are with you. Pray, pray. Pray for our churches, our church communities, that God will deepen us, will deepen our work with Him, will deepen our work with Him in the name of Jesus. We will not turn our attention to what is not so important, not certain, what is not so necessary. If you're lying, just pray with us. I kandali andali 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 asipandele lebelebe li kamanda la balaba yasephane li li kateli baba baba asipeteli andala baba ikateli andala baba baba ble andelebelebe asitaliya andala baba li kandala baba baba asiple andala baba Mandele, Help us, Lord Holy Spirit. Help us, Lord Holy Spirit, to feed your sheep, Father, to gather them, to gather them and to care for them, Father. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. By your grace and your mercy, Lord. It is a great thing to save the Lord. It is a great thing, oh, to save the Lord. It is a great thing, oh, to save the Lord. Walking in the light of God. It is a great thing, it is a great thing. Oh, yeah, to serve the Lord, it is a great thing. Oh, yeah, to serve the Lord, it is a great thing. Oh, to serve the Lord walking in the light Oh, Oh, walk, oh, walk, walk, walk Oh, yeah, walking in the light Oh, walk, walk, walk Oh, walking in the light Oh, walk, walk, walk Oh yeah, walking in the light, I walk in the light of God. It is a great thing. It is a great. Oh yeah, to serve the Lord. It is a great thing. Oh yeah, to say the Lord. Oh, it is a great. It is a great thing, oh yeah, to say the Lord, oh, walk in the light. Oh, walk, oh, walk, oh, walk, walk, walk in your light, walking in the, walk in your light, walk, walk, oh, walk, walk in the light. Oh, walk, walk, oh, walk in the high, walking in the light. It is a great thing, oh yeah, it is a great. To serve the Lord, to serve the Lord, it is a great. To serve to send the Lord, it is a great thing. Oh, yeah, to send the oh, oh walking in the light Oh Father, we ask you for grace in the name of Jesus. Somebody asking for grace to walk in this light. Mandala Father, to walk in your light. Grace to walk in your light, ba 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 in the name of Jesus, grant us grace, Lord, to serve you, to serve you in this way, to serve you in this way. Grace together, grace together, grace, o Lord, to feed and to care. In the name of Jesus, so that your people may know you, so that we may have understanding. In the name of Jesus andele bele 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 andala baba baba sipandele bele bele yatali andele bele bele ikhatali andala baba baba andeli andeli asipha teli andala baba leka payandala baba baba sipendele bele 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 lekhataliyandala baya siphiandele bele bele manali asitaliyandala baba baba sipendele bele bele lekhataliyandala baya sipheteli andala baba asitaliya By my spirit, says that it's not by my, it's not by my, oh, yeah, it's no by my, oh, by my spirit, says that. It's not by might. It's not by might. Not by power. It's not by power. Pa- by my spirit. By my spirit. Yes, somebody declare a change. Declare that there will be a change. There will be change in your ministry. There will be a change in your department. There will be a change in your church. There will be a change. In our community. she <laughs> There will be a change, Lord. We will not believing for our self-preservation or believing for our self-aggrandizement. There will be a change, Father, in this perspective. There will be a change in this heart, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we declare change. We declare change, Lord. We declare change, Lord. We declare change, Lord. For you are glorious and worthy to be praised. There lies upon the throne and all to you we lift our voice in praise. You are the light upon. For you are, for you are glory. We are all and worthy to be praised. You are, you are the light upon the throne. Oh, and on to you, we lift our voice in praise. Lift our voice in praise, you are the light upon the throne. We thank you, Father. We bless your name in the name of Jesus. We pray, Amen. Amen. God bless you. We'll take a short break.